Okay, Hebrews chapter 1 verse 9. Now this question... Okay, let's read Hebrews 1 9 together first. Are we ready? Let's read Hebrews 1 chapter 1 verse 9. Thou hast anointed, loved righteousness, and hated iniquity. Therefore God hath thee with oil of gladness above thy fellows. Okay, so now... Uh, Maggie's question is this, Hebrews chapter 1 verse 9. Now this chapter is regarding Jesus Christ, alright? So we have Jesus Christ. Now this verse says that God has anointed Jesus Christ. Now in the Bible very often anointing is like putting oil on the person's head, for example. Huh? Anointing, anointing, so the oil, alright? The oil. Now this verse seems to say that God the Father has anointed Jesus with oil of gladness above thy fellows. Ah. This, are the, this is called the oil of gladness. Now, above thy fellows. Above thy fellows. Means above everyone else. All that he all the other people that he knows. All the other people. So this verse seems to say that Jesus, God the Father put more oil of gladness on Jesus than anyone else. Okay? So Maggie asks, now what does anointed thee with oil of gladness above thy fellows mean? What does it mean? Okay, what does it mean? Anyone want to guess? Anyone want to guess? Susan, you want to guess? Not sure. Okay. Cornelius, you want to guess? What does it mean? Don't know. Okay. Now, what it means is this. Maybe I, I turn you to a Bible verse and then you see whether um, you can guess. Alright? Now, turn to John chapter 3. John chapter 3. Okay, now let's read verse 34. John chapter 3, verse 34. Reading 1, 2, reading. For he whom God has sent speaketh words of God. For God giveth not the Spirit by measure unto him. Here also it talks about Jesus Christ. Alright, God sent Jesus Christ. Jesus teaches the word of God. And God gives, God does not give the Spirit by measure unto him. God does not limit the Spirit on Jesus Christ. Okay, so with that, who want to guess? Jesslyn, you want to guess? This is a similar um, situation. That God has not given Jesus Christ the spirit with limit. So it's unlimited spirit power. So what do you think this would be? Uh, <coughs> Don't know. So difficult, right? Okay, ask another adult. Uh, adult. Uh, maybe ask the daddy. 
Alright, Colin. So with this, with this clue from John 334, what what do you think this would mean? Okay. So yes, yeah, so Jesus Christ is God, correct? Jesus Christ is God, and John 3:34 tells us that God gives Jesus Christ when he was on earth in human form, he had um, this power of the Holy Spirit without limit. Okay, so he's also omnipotent on earth. Okay, so Jesus is omnipotent. And um, the Holy Spirit fills him all the time, unlike, unlike us. Alright, so, but why is it called, so this, uh, Maggie has a good question. Why is it called oil of gladness? If Jesus is filled, now very fun anointing like the Holy Spirit came upon, it's like the, uh, anointing the person. But why is it called oil of gladness? That is a good question. Why oil of gladness? Okay, so who want to try? Um, Brenda, why oil of gladness? Why is it called oil of gladness? Now, this is not, not, not like literal, right Maggie? It's not like God the Father pour a lot of oil on Jesus' head. Alright? Uh, so why, why is it called oil of gladness? It's about the Holy Spirit power. Why do you think, Brenda? Now, this is about Jesus Christ. Why is God giving the Holy Spirit without measure, without limit to Jesus Christ? Why is it called oil of gladness? Difficult. Ben, you want to try? Ben Cho. Is it because in God's perspective, So God, from when God looked at His Son, the Son has... The sun is perfect, he has all power, then God is glad. Um, all of gladness, but it's linked to above thy fellows. Ah. God is definitely pleased with his son. You're right. God said, this is my son in whom I am well pleased. Right? But why is this gladness linked to um, other people? Why is it linked to other people? Okay, one more guess and then I'll tell you the answer. So who want to try? Uh, Yichung? Because other people have been anointed by God and so in comparison to those other people, he, he, uh, he has more than them? He has, oh, that's for sure. He has more than them. He has more, he has more power than them. Now, what this means is this. Alright, Maggie. So why does God say, well, I give Jesus Christ unlimited power, correct? Okay, Jesus has unlimited power. And why is this called oil of gladness? Now, this oil of gladness makes other people glad. Makes other people happy. Okay? Now, when Jesus Christ is on earth and full of power and he did God's work, Alright, so he did God's work. He obeyed God perfectly, right? And then he died on the cross for us, correct? Now, with that, he brings... Because God gave him all these duties and he performed it perfectly with the power of God, 
then he brings salvation to men, right? He brings salvation to men. And with this, with this, man, he is good news to people. Understand? So when God anoints him with, with oil of gladness, means God enables him to do his work. And with that, he will bring much joy to other people's life. Okay, that's why it's called oil of gladness. Um, and above thy fellows, no one could ever do what Jesus Christ do for mankind. Okay? So it simply means that. That Jesus Christ, being God on earth, full of the Holy Ghost, what he did, bring salvation to men, and he bring much gladness, gladness to men. He did much good for men. Okay? Understand? Can? Alright? So that is basically uh, what that, that, that historical meaning is. He brings much gladness to men above anyone who could do it. But I have a, 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 a question. Time for this question. Um, now, can you turn back to Hebrews chapter 1, verse 11? Uh, no, question 1. Hebrews chapter 1, verse 9. Okay, maybe I ask the young ones now. Elim, who is God? Say again. Uh, God is a spirit. Okay, very good. Um, but you look at Hebrews chapter 1. Verse, where's that just now we say? Uh, verse 9, right? Thou hast loved righteousness and hated iniquity. Therefore, God, even thy God, hath anointed thee with oil of gladness above thy fellows. Now, this is Jesus Christ, right? And the Bible tells us that God, Jesus, was anointed by God with oil of gladness. So now the question is, God did it, right? God did that. God anoint. Okay, maybe I'll ask for a volunteer. Okay, Lim, then you come up. Alright? So, okay, come here. Now, so God, God anoint. So if I say, I anoint Elim. Alright, say so God anoint Elim. So I am God, right? I am God. So, for example, I am God. I, God anoint Jesus, right? Okay, thank you. Alright, God anoint. So, so then is Jesus God? Because it's even thy God. So, is Jesus God? God anoint Jesus. Um, Noah. God anoint Jesus, no? So, is Jesus God? He is God. But this is God the Father, right? God the Father anoint Jesus. And he said, even thy God. So this is Jesus God. So if this is Jesus God, so is Jesus God or not? Jesus is God. Caleb, is Jesus God? But the Bible says that God anoint Jesus. So how many God is in this picture? 
two. Okay. So there are two gods in this picture. There are two gods. Right? God annoying God. Because you say Jesus is God, right? So there are two gods. Cornelius, help your brother. How many gods are there? One. You pass your mathematics or not? <laughs> Why you say one? You don't know, okay. So you cannot explain, right? Ben, you want to try to explain? Ben Cho, how many gods? One. One god. But how come God, thy God, anoint you? So must be two gods, right? Why do you say it's one god? Why do you say it's one god? I think surviving the medium, which is the human body. Human body. But Jesus, in his human form, he's also God. All right, you're dying to answer. Yes. God the Father, God the Son, and then there is the anointing oil. Just now we say was referring to the Holy Spirit, right? Without limit, right? So God the Father, God the Son, Jesus, and. There's the Holy Spirit coming upon him, huh? like the Bible said, like a dove. And then we have God, the Holy Spirit. Alright? And you just made it worse. Now there's how many gods? Maggie, how many? Three gods. You just made it more confusing. So how many gods? Can you explain? One plus one plus one equals to three. But but yes, what do you want to say? But this is yes, Chloe. It is three persons and in one God. Do you understand what Chloe is saying? Three persons in one God. Did she make it even more confusing? Cannot explain, right? Okay, let's turn to 1 John 5.7 Let's turn to 1 John 5.7 Okay, I need us to understand this 1 John chapter 5, verse 7 In fact, we shall read from verses 6 um, to 7 6 to 7, right? No, 6 to 8 are we ready? 1 John 5, 6 to 8, reading. This is he that came by water and blood, even Jesus Christ, not by water only, but water and blood. And it is the Spirit that beareth witness, because the Spirit is truth. For there are three that bear record in heaven, the Father, the Word, and the Holy Ghost, and these three are one. These three are one. Now, so... The Bible tells us, now I draw, now you try to remember this. Those that are taking notes, uh, try to draw, alright? The Bible tells us that, are there three? Phoebe, are there three? These, how many are one? These, three are one, right? So does the Bible say there are three? The Bible says there are three. And when you look at 1 John 5, 7, who are these three? 
Okay, Elim, tell me who are the three? First John 5 7. Um, the, father. the Father. So we take, alright? So the Father, we take. Good. And then? How do you know the word is Jesus? You just know. Wow. Your prophet. Right? You just know because of first John. Hey, John, right? John said, in the beginning was the word, and the word was with God, and the word was God, referring to Jesus Christ. So we have the Son. Jesus Christ is God. Good. That's the second one. And who are these three? What's the third one? Elim. The Holy Ghost. Ghost. Alright, the Holy Ghost. The Holy Ghost. So these three, the Bible says these three. There are three. The Bible reveals to men there are three. Alright, so um, Anna, these three are what? Three. These three are? This, this one plus one plus one are? One. The Bible tells us that. Now, this is called the what? The? Uh, Cornelius, this is called the? Very good. This is called the Trinity. Alright? The Trinity. The Trinity tells us there are three. God the Father, God the Son, God the Holy Spirit. But the, what does the Bible tell us about the Trinity? They are, Ignatius, they are one. They are one. Okay? Now, so some people argue, one plus one plus one, how can it be one? Um, Chloe, what is one times one times one? One. <laughs> okay, I'm glad. Don't use maths to answer all these questions. Understand that? Don't use maths to try and reason all this. The Bible simply tells us there is God the Father, God the Son, and God the Holy Spirit. And the Bible simply tells men that these three are... Noah, these three are? Are one. These three are one God. So the Bible tells us in the Trinity, there are three persons. Three persons. So Chloe is right. There are three persons. God the Father is a person. God the Father, uh, God the Son is another person. God the Holy Spirit is another person. But yet, the three are one God. Can you explain that? Brenda, can you explain that? Can you explain that? Can someone who will come and ask you, Brenda, how to explain this? Three God, but one God. Can you explain it? Explain as in the English dictionary word. Um, help us to understand how can it be. You cannot explain. Alright, you cannot explain. But the Bible says it, right? But can you describe? You can describe. Now, so young ones, remember, can you explain why three persons, each one is God? but is one God. Can you explain? You cannot explain, but can you describe it as, the, as God revealed it to you and I? God revealed in 1 John 5, 7 that these three are one. You know what's the difference between God's revelation and God's explanation? Some things God explains, understand? But some things God do not. God just tell us, reveal to us. So the Trinity is a revelation. Can you explain? You cannot. But can you describe? You can. How to describe? Okay, please remember this picture. Huh? I don't want you to grow up one day and then people come to tell you, hey, 
for example, the Muslims or the, or the cows, they come and knock on your door and say, Ha! How can three gods be one god? Hmm? You cannot explain, but, but did the Bible say that? Did God reveal to us that? Maggie, did God reveal us? God told us. Now, so you must remember there is Father, God the Father, God the Son, and God the Holy Spirit. Am I right? Holy Spirit. Veronica, why is it called Holy Ghost? Are you afraid of ghost? No, good. Why is it called Holy Ghost? Chloe, why is it called Holy Ghost? Yes. Ghost is similar to spirit, alright? Because you always watch these ghost movies and read these ghost books. You think ghost is something very frightening. Ghost simply means a spirit. Alright, the old English ghost is a spirit. Okay, a spirit. So, Holy Spirit or Holy Ghost, same thing. Alright, so now, let me ask you, is, is, is Jesus Christ God? Jennifer? So I put God, huh? Is, Jennifer, is the Holy Spirit God? Uh, Veronica, is the Holy Spirit God? In the book of Acts, we know, right? Holy Spirit is God. Is God the Father God? We know. So God the Father equals God, God the Son equals God, God the Holy Spirit equals God, right? Now, I'll ask you this trick question. Phoebe, is God the Father the Son? How you know not? You don't know, but you know it's not. Is God the Father the Holy Spirit? Are they the same? The Father and the Holy Spirit. Are they the same person? No. Is, the, is Jesus Christ the Holy Spirit? Also no. There are three persons, correct? There are three persons. The Father is not the Son. The Son is not the Holy Ghost. The Holy Ghost is not the Father. They are different and distinct. But yet, they are all one God. I'm just explaining to you what the Bible says. Please remember the Trinity, when people question you and they say, the Trinity is wrong. Do you believe that the Trinity is false? Samantha, why? The Bible says that it's true. It's a revelation. It's a revelation. Okay, it's a revelation. Do you believe, Samantha, that God created this world and it is not through evolution? Why? Because the Bible records so. The Bible reveals so. All right? Can you explain? You can't explain, but God reveals, that's it. Okay? Now, my point that I want to make is this. Now, ask this very difficult question. Huh? So, Phoebe, for example, can you tell me what is wrong if we do not believe in the Trinity? Phoebe, the God, the Father, anoint the Son. So, God, only the God, the Father is, is, is God. Nah. So, Jesus Christ is not God. What is the problem if we don't believe in Trinity? Joash, what is the problem? If you, if you say Trinity is false, what is the problem? You don't the Bible. Okay. You don't believe the Bible. You cannot explain, does it mean it's wrong? Ilim, just because you cannot explain something, does it mean it's false? No, right? Can you explain gravity? But what is the pull of gravity? 
Shenwei. Nine one one something something something, right? We know it exists, right? Where is the pull of gravity from? How come this force exists? God created it. God created it. Can you see it? Cannot. Can you explain why it exists all the time? Does it change, Shenwei? Sometimes it change. I need to check, no? Really, ah? Uh? Huh? It changes, ah? Uh? By something at the back, ah? Uh? Right? Not the first few. If the first few change, tsunami already, right? Now, so we can't explain, but it is real. Correct? You don't walk out of the building and jump down. It is real. Thus, because we can't explain, doesn't mean it is not, it is not correct. But I ask you, Justin. Where's Justin? Oh, Justin. Justin, if, if Christians say, no, the Trinity is false, we cannot believe, we cannot explain. Then what's the problem? When a Christian do not believe in Trinity, what is the very big problem? Justin, not Justin. Say again. It affects your salvation. How? That means that Jesus is not God. You know what's the meaning of Trinity? Elim, explain to me Trinity. Explain. No, describe. Elim, describe means in the Trinity, the Father is, the Son is, Holy Spirit is, this is called the Trinity. If you don't believe in Trinity, means one of them is not God, right? If you don't believe in Trinity, means, well, God the Father is God, but the Son is not God. Understand that. If you don't believe Je Jesus is God, can you be saved? You cannot be saved. Okay, so ask one more time. Caleb, why is the Trinity as described in the Bible, why is it so important that the believer believes it? If not, then we are saying Jesus is not what? Jesus is not God. Okay, so when you read passages like, God the Father anoint the Son, and thy God anoint Him. You must just understand that this is how God reveals. That's it. You don't doubt. Oh no, maybe the Muslims are correct. They come and knock on my door. You see, Jesus is not God. I show you this verse. God the Father anoint Jesus. And the Bible says, it is Jesus God. So Jesus cannot be God. Can you, can you reason this way? You cannot. As long as God reveal it, then we just accept it. Okay? Alright? Cannot, Anna. Okay? Are you, are you recovered from your holiday? Yes. Okay. So you're alert, huh? So Anna, ex um, describe Trinity. It's one, one what? God. One God. But three? <coughs> but three God. Uh, three in one. Three what in one? Three? Three persons. They're individuals, alright? They're individuals. Don't mix them up. Okay, but let me ask you, get it more complicated. Jesslyn, did... Eh? Your sister's not here. Jesslyn, in the Old Testament, some Christians believe this, or maybe you used to believe this. Some Christians believe in the Old Testament, God appeared as the Father. Then, in the New Testament, God appeared as Jesus Christ. The Father appeared as Jesus Christ. Then, after Jesus Christ went back to heaven, then God came back down to earth as the Holy Spirit. Is it correct? Wang Di. Old Testament, God appeared as Father. New Testament, God, gospel time, God appeared as Jesus Christ. 
Then after that, God appears as the Holy Spirit. It's not true. Why? Because there are really three persons. Separate. Separate. Alright? Separate. Okay, I'll ask you last one. We'll probably ask you last part. Okay, Bonnie. Now, how to prove? If, you're, if people say that they are really one person, Old Testament is the Father, a new gospel time, God appears as Jesus Christ. Then after that, God appears as Holy Spirit. Where in the Bible can you prove conclusively that they are actually three separate persons? In the beginning, the word was God, okay? Right, so in the beginning, the word is God. But how do you prove that these are really three separate persons? Alright, some others know very quickly. In the Bible, can you think of an incident where you know that there are definitely three persons? Three separate entities. At the baptism of Jesus Christ, right? What happened at the baptism of Jesus Christ? Okay, very quickly. Uh, Moray, how to prove that there are really three persons? Jesus came out of the water. Then there was a voice. Then there's a Holy Spirit. What did the voice say? This is my son. If this is my son, then this voice is whose voice? The father. This is my son in whom I am well pleased. And then they saw the Holy Spirit descend upon Jesus, right? So do you see very distinctly? Holy Spirit, Jesus, and the Father. At this one scene, they were separate. It's not Old Testament, it's Father, New Testament is Jesus, and after that is Holy Spirit. They are really three separate entities, okay? But God simply said they are one God. We accept that by faith. If you don't accept that, you cannot be saved, okay?